friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely terrific day today. It's still a blessed day over here in the great United States as we continue to watch certain things change and as we continue to stand up for truth and freedom and we continue to get the word out there of what's really going on and continue to encourage people. It's also important that we make sure we kind of have an idea of what's going on and to not follow the fear narrative, but also not follow the ostrich head in your sand narrative. And there's a fine line between the two of you guys have always heard me talk about. Is there's a lot of individuals that get out there and start trying to push basically fear porn to get everybody involved in a certain direction or feel a certain way. And, you know, fear, God has not given us fear. And one thing that I wanted to address today from a realistic standpoint, I've gotten a lot of phone calls here at the office in the last week, pretty much, in the last two, primarily the last three days. A lot of people calling up and asking about iodine for radiation exposure. And I'm just putting this out there because I want to address it because obviously it's a big topic that people are concerned about, and I get it to some extent. And essentially what has happened is a lot of people have gotten spooked here in the United States because people over in Europe, and this article came out, the end of last week, that basically a lot of countries like um, Ukraine, obviously, and Poland and numerous other ones are stockpiling iodine. They're basically going in and going, just ripping all of it off the shelves all the way in Czech Republic, Croatia, Bulgaria, Romania. All across the board, people are stocking up on iodine in the event as a protectant for the thyroid and the body against radiation exposure, essentially nuclear fallout is what they're referring to. And this is just, this is what's going on in Europe right now. And they're close to a lot of stuff that's happening. And I get a lot of the fears and I've got a lot of people that have called me up at the office now asking me the same questions. And my first response is, well, iodine is a conditionally essential nutrient your body needs, period. Just going to throw that out there. Nuclear fallout, health reasons, iodine is important for the body, and it should be used on a regular basis as it's very, very good for the immune system. And as I've told you before, it's also very good for the thyroid and maintaining healthy thyroid levels, especially if you're exercising and eating and training and trying to stay in good shape. It can actually benefit you very well from helping to reduce body fat and maintain healthy body composition. That's just iodine in a nutshell. Now, I had a customer call up yesterday, and they were asking, what's the, what's the, uh, you know, the number, what's the milligram dosage if you get exposed to some type of nuclear fallout? And the answer is between 120 to 130 milligrams for a grown adult. Now, children and stuff, you can drop down. You can look up charts online and look at that. I'm not going to get into the whole thing. So that would essentially mean about 10 capsules per day per person of our molecular iodine if you were exposed to that. Now, I'm not trying to push any type of fear porn and tell people I think we're going to have a nuclear war. I've told you guys I don't think we're going to have one because the infrastructure damage it has. Now, that being said, I would not be surprised at all if there was some type of false flag or dirty bomb in a major city like we saw in 9-11 or an EMP or something of the sort to basically bring us into a world war, same, same thing we saw with Pearl Harbor, etc., that I would not be surprised on, but a full-blown nuclear annihilation and everybody just drops nukes on everybody's warhead across the entire globe, that doesn't really benefit 
anybody. And I don't think that really is the case in this situation right now. But on the other hand, too, it's always good to be stocked up and prepared for anything you may need, as I've told a lot of people that. So I want to throw that out there. We constantly keep iodine or molecular iodine. It's very, very effective iodine in stock on a regular basis. I don't think it's something that people are really going to need around here because of a nuclear blast. Is it possible? Yes, it is possible. Is it something that's going to be happening very soon? I don't know. I don't think so. But on the other hand, too, it's also an extremely essential nutrient to keep on hand, even if it's just a couple bottles to basically make sure you have some. Because one thing I did tell everybody, and I've told everybody this now for the last couple weeks, supply chains are going to start changing again. The way product goes out, the way things are costing, UPS has already told us that we're getting hit with another delivery surcharge fee, a fuel surcharge fee. We're pretty much eating right now. We haven't even raised our shipping costs. We're still getting stuff out there as fast as we can. This is just a side effect of what we're seeing now with the absolute downfall and intentional collapse of the United States. Yesterday when Biden came out and he said he was going to ban all oil from Russia, which is the stupidest possible thing you can do right now after you shut down all oil production and the pipeline in the United States and no fracking. Now they're talking about trying to negotiate with Venezuela, who's an ally with Russia. This whole thing's theater, guys. It's all being used as a giant excuse to go in and completely and totally havoc on the country. If nobody realized, January 2021, was fuel was 230 a gallon. Now national average is pushing up to 450 a gallon. This isn't by coincidence. And one thing I can say, one of the only main things that I ever really, really agreed with, and I know he got a lot of flack, and I don't know if it was theater why he did it, or he simply really did appreciate the energy sector, was Trump and what he did as far as making sure we're not dependent on foreign oil, hence why fuels around you know, 160, 170, 180 a gallon when he was in office. That was one thing he was a very hardliner on. And again, was that theater? I don't know. But it was incredibly effective in keeping the economy moving and basically getting out of the mess that we had become in with the insanely ridiculous COVID measures that they put in place. So that being said now, as if anybody saw yesterday, just giving everybody a heads up on future markets, Putin came out yesterday and essentially said that banning oil from Russia is going to be an act of war now, and now he has blocked all exports and raw materials from leaving Russia until December 31st, 2022. And that means all of the aluminum, all the wheat, all the gold, all the nickel, all the platinum, all the rubber, everything. By the way, a lot of people don't realize how much stuff we get out of Russia, including oil and refined petroleum and coal and, and, and the list goes down the line. And the big one that nobody's wanting to talk about is fertilizer. Roughly about 40% of our fertilizer comes out of Russia. All that has stopped now. So expect things to change over the next year if this continues to escalate. But again, this is why I bring these topics up and I give them to you in a very direct, realistic, honest fashion. I'm not out here saying, oh, we need to go buy up all the wheat you can possibly buy. If that's something that you want to do or go buy organic pasta, that's completely up to you. I just give you the facts. You make your own decision. Make your own direction. You know what your goals and needs are for your family and so forth. So, again, continue to get that out there. Now, one other thing that I wanted to bring up real quick, I'm going to let Dad comment on this as well. A lot of people did not see this yesterday because it was very quietly hidden. We've talked about the bio labs in Ukraine. And they've scrubbed them, you guys remember, from the embassy page on, like, February 27th, 26th. They tried to scrub everything. 
They also came out on numerous mainstream outlets and said that it was conspiracy theory. It was fake news. It wasn't real. I saw two articles that said that after it happened when we were talking about that they had scrubbed this. They said, oh, no, 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 no. That's fake news. We don't know what you're talking about. Victoria Newland, the U.S. State Department Undersecretary for the State of Political Affairs, last evening, yesterday, on Tuesday, testified before Senate Foreign Relations Committee hearing on Ukraine in Washington, D.C., and said the United States was working with Ukraine to prevent invading Russian forces from seizing biological research material that we're involved in. This is her quote. Ukraine has biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops and Russian force have gained control of. We are working with the Ukrainians on how you can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of Russian forces should they approach. However, by saying that Russia is responsible for a biological or chemical weapons attack taking place, Newland has in a way admitted the Russian government has been saying all along that the U.S.-funded biolabs are working on developing bioweapons on Ukrainian soil on the Russian border. The U.S. Embassy in Ukraine had stated that they fund research programs in Ukraine and work on, and I quote, the world's most dangerous pathogens. This is from ArmeniaToday.com. They just came out and told you that's the main reason that, you, that basically Russia is going after right now is bioweapons labs. I told you from the very beginning that we were not being told the entire story behind this theater game. Now I found out what they're trying to do. Instead of bringing U.S. military, I talked to a guy last night about this. Instead of bringing in U.S. military in Ukraine, now I know why you've seen so many retired veterans – and combat warriors deploying and posting on social media while they're going over to Ukraine. The companies like Blackwater that turned into academia and all these other contracts, and I told you I spoke specifically to a contractor weeks before everything started to go down, and he told me they were deploying with a huge contract group out to Ukraine. They are building a giant privatized army, basically mercenaries, in Ukraine right now. From the numbers that I've heard, they are offering contracts of $120,000 for a three-month contract for any contractor that goes over there with extensions available. That's $40,000 a month. And remember, that's outside of U.S. payment territory, which means there's no taxes taken out of that money. That is a lot of money, $40,000 a month. Now I know why I've seen so many veterans and combat warriors talking about they're going over to Ukraine and deploying over there. There is a huge contract on the open market right now for military veterans to deploy to Ukraine to help save Ukraine and fight the bad Russians and offering them $40,000 a month military contractor positions that can be extended out for three months, which tells me they know this conflict is going to be going on and they're going to need security forces in Ukraine once everything finally comes to a halt in the next couple months in order to make sure their bioweapon labs and any other facilities that are there continue to have security personnel around them. This entire thing is theater, and nobody's being told what the real truth is over there. I personally think COVID is not done and over with. I think the entire narrative fell on its head after the Pfizer documents were told they had to get revealed. I think a lot of the convoy, the issues we saw in Ottawa, the massive rebellion of people not wanting to comply, the huge amount of information we've seen on the realities of the vaccine and the fact that nobody wanted to talk about vitamin C and D3, I think all those culminated into a very specific algorithm that started to show that the COVID narrative was collapsing on its face rapidly, and they had to make sure they kept everything at all costs covered up as much as possible. 
Do I think Ukraine and Russian invasion were only used to cover up COVID? No. I think they were used as a very, very deceptive strategy to cover up COVID along a much of other lines. I think personally, if Americans wouldn't have stood up, I think if the truth wouldn't have gotten out, I think if a lot of patriots like our listeners would not continue to forge shows and people stood their ground with the trucking rallies and all the things that continue to occur, I personally think they would have continued to push the COVID narrative at any and all cost in order to keep the lockdowns. Too much money, too much time, too much energy was spent into producing the COVID narrative for years on end. This is why the earlier I looked up an article and it was discussing how Germany has no plans to open everything back up as they're set to pass more COVID rules as the rest of Europe moves on. This tells me that there's still people in power that are clinging onto their COVID control and they want to keep the narrative going as long as they can. There's probably something going on as far as in those Ukrainian bioweapon labs that they were working on that may, may have been involved with the production of the COVID virus or research into them. That's just my speculation on it, considering the fact that Ukraine's right there, the Wuhan labs allegedly who had it. We heard Fort Detrick was working on it. When you have hundreds of bioweapon lab facilities across the entire globe, you can bounce stuff around whenever you want. When you have lily pad military bases and the CIA to keep security tabs on everything, this isn't difficult to do when you run the world. So, again, I wanted to get all that information out there fast-paced this morning. There's still a lot of other stuff going on that I'm going to talk about, but I wanted to get this information out there and get Dad's opinion as well. What do you think about all this stuff, Dad? Wow, you gave me a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, number one, molecular iodine, 12.5 milligrams a day is what you need, period, as an adult. If you don't have that amount of iodine in your system, you end up with thyroid issues. It happens all the time. And people get diagnosed with having all kinds of lumps and nodules on their thyroid. And almost invariably, it's because they're not getting enough iodine. Uh, the, the AMA and the FDA and everybody else says you, have to, you need a fraction of that. It's simply not true. And the iodine they put into the table salt basically is a, a very, very difficult product to basically absorb. And you can't get enough of it from table salt. Now, it will help if you get zero iodine if you're getting a little bit of table salt. But again, when you start using things like Morton salt, that have been bleached out and all the other things that they put into them, the additives, I don't consider that to be a healthy type of salt. I would recommend that you use our, our pink salt that we have here at the office, the Redmond salt. That's a great product. Uh, as far as iodine, storing it up right now for a, for, for a potential nuclear, you know, whatever, I don't believe they're going to do that. So I'm not going to get into a fear porn thing to try to market iodine. I'm not going to do it. I, we don't do that on this show. Now, should you store up some iodine for you and your family in case there's a supply chain issue? The product is unbelievably cheap. It's like $22, $23 a bottle for 90 capsules of you know 12.5 milligrams. It's one of the least expensive supplements out there unless somebody's gouging you. Now, a lot of people gouge people. They tell you it's molecular iodine. They'll charge four or five times as much as we do. We won't do that to you. I, I, I refuse. So you're going to need about four bottles of that per adult per year. If you've got a year supply for $88 or 100 bucks or whatever with the shipping, okay, that's great. That's what I would do. That's what I've done. That's what we have here at the house. I've got enough iodine for me and Sharon and the kids and everything else stored up here at the house in case we have a supply line breakdown and we can't get it anymore. Now, that's just the numbers there. But going out and spending thousands of dollars on molecular iodine and stocking up hundreds of bottles, guys, it's not necessary. Don't do that. Don't do that. Now, our distributor has told us that there's a high probability they're going to have a supply line breakdown on that. So, again, it's like vitamin C. Just keep enough stored up. You know, we have the, we have the most incredible vitamin C with antioxidants, with quercetin. I always keep at least minimum of a case of that at home. 
because I want to make sure that I've got it, whether we have it in stock or not at the office, if we can't get it. So we don't have a spirit of fear, guys, but of power and love and of sound mind. Don't operate from a fear-based mindset. Don't do that. People panic and they start doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Don't do that. It's not worth it. We need to realize what's going on and what's really happening in the Ukraine. It's like we told you. This is a giant psychop, and Austin's exactly 100% right. These are algorithms. Are they using it to cover up the COVID narrative that's falling apart with Ukraine because Pfizer had that data dump, and now we see that there's over 1,200 side effects from the injections? Yes, they are. And it's exactly what Austin said. Once the algorithms say they're reaching a tipping point with the general population, they always back off. Because they know what happens when about 10% of the population's had enough, or as you say in German, has, has had genug, enough. They're going to bet, they're going to stop doing it. They're going to start resisting and they're going to get in trucks and they're going to have a giant convoy. And by the way, Senator Cruz and one other senator are the only two people that have agreed to meet with these truckers, which is sad that this wasn't a complete meeting of the cabinet officials with what's happening with the truckers. And personally, I think the truckers should have gone in and stayed inside of the beltway and taken those big ribs, big rigs downtown Washington, D.C. And just blocked all the roads, not stop and block. We already know what they did in January 6th. But, you know, trucks start pretty slow. And you get about 40 of them at a red light, it's going to slow everything down. That's what I think they should have done. But whether they've done that or not, who knows? Nobody's talking about what's happening up there in D.C. Because, again, the media has blocked it. Remember, Fox isn't going to talk about it in depth either because Fox is owned, controlled by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard and the Bloodline families. It's the same group that runs everything. They're a bunch of witches and weirdos. But let's take a look real quick about what's happening to Putin and the establishment and all the rest of this right now. Right now, the Biden regime is negotiating with Iran and Venezuela to buy oil with Iran. Okay, They're offering them like $90 billion again as far as for their nuclear program and allow them to start selling oil back to us again rather than just buying it from from Russia. It's so stupid. They, they, they'll, they'll, they'll do literally anything to avoid restarting the Keystone Pipeline and anything to prevent U.S. energy independence. I'll give this to Donald Trump. He allowed us to create energy independence. And I'll say it again. The first two years Trump was in office, he actually was trying to fix a lot of stuff. He was. But then suddenly somebody grabbed him, you know, with a bunch of weird photos or videos or whatever they did, and that was the end of that. On Monday, we saw Transportation Secretary Pete Butick, the gay boy, tell people who can't afford $4 a gas, they should buy $60,000 electric vehicles. <laughs> we talked about that in depth yesterday and how they were going to use this as a giant push for EV. Now they're doing it, you know, and we need to realize that when you're pushing EV vehicles, there's a lot of plastic in an EV vehicle. That's made from petroleum. And there's a lot of metal in EV vehicles with aluminum. And all that stuff has to be milled and gone through a foundry, and you have to burn coal or oil to produce these vehicles too. All of it, the entire world runs on the petrochemical industry. That's why Rockefeller and Standard Oil basically turned around back in the early 1900s and tried to monopolize all of this. That's why they had to be broken up into their respective different corporations, which made Rockefeller even richer. And, and you know, and we need to understand who they are and what they are because they're all controlled via the bloodline families and the State Street Vanguard and BlackRock again. All of these people who were – let me give you a little – I talked about this the other day. I'm going to mention it for those folks who didn't hear it. The Model T Ford used to run on alcohol and used to run on gasoline. Both. You had, it was a dual fuel car. And farmers would basically make, have stills in their yards, backyards, in their sheds, and they could actually manufacture alcohol for car people who were driving out of the country that they could put it in their Model Ts. 
Well, Rockefeller didn't like that, having a dual-fuel car. So he actually was one of the primary people who pushed prohibition. People don't, people don't realize this, which made it illegal for those farmers to have a still and to graze, use corn to make alcohol to power a Model T. And after 10 years of the prohibition, what ended up happening is all those people who were making alcohol, the farmers had either been fined or shut their stills down and realized they couldn't do it anymore. And then what happened is Ford decided to make his vehicles only on fuel, on gasoline, rather than on alcohol. That was one of the primary reasons for prohibition. These guys are a bunch of sick puppies. And don't get me wrong. I've never heard anybody say, you know, I started drinking and everything got better. I've never heard that. And it increases the risk of pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, cirrhosis of the liver, alcoholism, osteoporosis, and breast cancer when you drink alcohol. I don't recommend drinking alcohol, alcohol at all. My family has a problem with alcoholism. They do. My mom drank a lot, way too much. All right. My grandfather did the same thing. My brother, who's from a different father, my oldest brother, or what, what his name? I'm not going to mention his name because of this. He's been an alcoholic his entire life. I avoid alcohol. I may have a beer <laughs> once every couple of years or a glass of Bailey's, you know, once every couple of years. And that's it. I try to stay away from it. So I'm not promoting the use and the manufacturing of alcohol. But what I'm saying is Rockefeller Standard Oil is one of the primary people who started in on the prohibition of alcohol to prevent people from using that fuel to power the Model T Ford. And so this is the group that runs the planet. We have to understand who they are. And, and $60,000 vehicles, I mean, really, how much gas are you going to save buying one of those? You know, and we have to remember this climate change agenda is this climate agenda is being promoted by the globalists and it's collapsing also in the West. Now, the petrodollar and any of the U.S. dollars reserve currency, that's a problem. You know, everything we see from a propped up corpse of a Biden presidency is about the globalist controlled demolition of the American sovereignty, power and prestige, including wanting to, re- to, to get rid of the United States dollar as the petrodollar, as the dollar reserve currency of the world. Yesterday, gold spiked up pretty hard. And man, they put a bunch of naked shorts on it again this morning. They dropped it down almost $40 an ounce and they'll continue to push it back down because as long as they don't have to fill those contracts in gold, they can do it in dollars. All they have to do is say, we want to buy a hundred million shares, a hundred million ounces of gold at any price. We don't care how low it goes and it forces the spot price to go down because they don't want us to see how much gold would go up against a deflated currency. You know, excuse me, against an inflated currency. Right now, the goal should be $5,000 an ounce, minimum, probably $10,000 an ounce. But they're not going to let that happen because they control it. Now, all of a sudden, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, is suddenly master leading their cyber attack plans from their websites, which they have said will kill millions of people. And they've also deleted the profiles of Vladimir Putin, who is one of the earliest graduates of the World Economic Forum's Young Global Leaders Plan. This has some people wondering whether the former KGB agent was spying on the globalist organization to protect Russia's interests. But we don't know. The New American magazine, Alex Newman, has an answer to that question. Quote, well, Russians are deeply in bed with these clowns at the World Economic Forum. Putin's central bank chief is the World Economic Forum's board of trustees. Vladimir Putin is good friends with Henry Kissinger, the ultimate New World Order deep state toad. In the United States, the Rockefeller's poodle who made his living serving as a shill for the New World Order is Kissinger. So what comes next? They're going to bring in a central bank digital currency? Probably. That's why they're messing with gold so hard. The Ukrainians are working on this big time. We're seeing massive things taking place, and it's all by design. It's all engineered. You've got Lezinski, this gay dancer who likes to run around in high heels and leathers. I mean, this guy's sick pervert, demanding that the EU immediately grant membership to Ukraine. Lezinski's also 
called out the United Nations court, the kangaroo court, to step in and stop the Russian invasion. He's another puppet of the Rothschild, Rockefeller, Kabbalist, Luciferian, New World Order. Then we see the Finnish government talking about how they're going to join NATO. We see the Swedish government talking about how they're maybe going to join NATO, all as results of the invasion of Putin. Remember, they want all of these people into NATO because NATO answers to the United Nations, which is, again, Rockefeller, Rothschild control. And in doing so, they're demolishing sovereign states. That's what they're doing. They're amalgamating all of these into a freakish regional orders, exactly like Henry Kissinger explained in his book, World Order. He said the key to achieving world order is getting these countries involved in these regional orders and then merging all of these regional orders together like he did with the EU. Folks, that's exactly what Putin has been trying to do for many, many years, and we've all been exposing it here you know, on our show. You know, he's building a Euro nation with the former United States, Soviet states, and has publicly said that the future of the Euro nation should be fused with the European Union to have a free trade area reaching from Lisbon to the other side of Russia, all the way to the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. We're being played. Don't line up behind Putin. Don't line up behind these kleptocrats. Don't line up with any of these guys. If you're going to line up behind anybody, line up behind Jesus. And we talk about that all the time on this show because he's the answer and he's the finisher of our faith. All of these guys are bringing in their thousand points of new, new world order. That's what they want to do. And almost all of them at the highest levels are high-level Satanists. Did any of you guys see what Britney Spears – now, I don't get me wrong. I know Britney Spears has got some issues. I got that, okay? She's, she's kind of like she's kind of like be honest with it. She's she's been driven to a saint of insanity by what what they put her through. But guys, she said in her last one of these tweets, which has been taken down, that she was kept naked, drugged with eight gallons of blood weekly. Wait a minute, is she talking about they were making her drink eight gallons of blood? They were infusing eight gallons of blood. You can't infuse eight gallons of blood. I mean, this is some sick stuff. And all of these things that she said. I mean, what in the world? You know. Here's what she said. In a world where it's okay to lock your daughter up and make her work seven days a week, eight to six, no days off, 105 people are in and out of a small trailer home weekly, no private baths, seen naked when changing, drug, can't even speak or talk, has to be available to the treatment people and show up every day for 10 hours a day. It will have to make, if not, you have to stay longer, never given a date or can it ever leave, 9, 9 p.m. bedtime, like eight gallons of blood weekly. What the heck does that even mean? This happened to me four months, then I, after I worked for my dad, my family. And I, this, this is, of course, this delete was, this, this tweet was taken down because, wow, they're thinking, what is she doing with eight gallons of blood? These people at the highest levels are Satanists. They're witches and warlocks and weirdos including the people like Nancy Pelosi. Don't you remember when she was sitting and rubbing her knuckles together the other night at the State of the Union address? Don't you remember that? Don't you remember how sick that was? Don't you remember the weird stuff that she's involved in? But this lady is routinely, basically, satanically, how should I say, possessed. And let, me, let me give it to, give it to your, in her own words. When she was meeting with George H. Bush years ago, or George W., she didn't really specify. But here's what she says about this, about being possessed by these different spirits while she was sitting in the chair. Listen to what she says. So, sitting in my chair, sit down. Nessie's being so gracious and welcoming. I feel really squeezed in in my chair. I mean, I'm like squeezed in in my chair. And I'm thinking, what is this? Realized. Susan, the Anthony, Elizabeth, Katie, Stanton, Lucretia, Alice, Paul, uh, Sojourner, Truce, all of them, they were all in the chair right there with me. They were right there. I've never had that experience before or since. They were right there in the chair. And I could hear them say, 
at last we have a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a minute. So now she's getting a round of applause by telling people that she was satanically possessed by these spirits of these people. Guys, I can't make I tell you this stuff all the time. I can't make it up. That's Nancy Pelosi's own. I posted this article. She claims to be a witch. I guess she claims to be a Catholic, which is which is an oxymoron. Remember what I told you years ago? I remember one time my mom was talking to my brother, Carl, and he had married this girl who was basically a gypsy out of Germany. And she was a Sugoina. My mom called her that. And my mom came to me one time and Carl came over and he was like, he was just shook up. He was absolutely shook up, didn't know what to do. And, he, and he's talking to my mom about his wife, okay, who was, you know, having these issues. And he came in and said, Sie ist in Verbindung mit ihrer toten Vater für die letzten drei Tage. She is in a trance, a spell, a binding spell with her dead father for the past three days. Are you? Jo I know this. This is this is some weird stuff. I know that, okay? But guys, I'm telling you, this stuff is real, and it's the ancient Canaanite religions, and we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it and talked about it, and all of these things were put together. In the book called the Zohar, which is basically the book of witchcraft and satanic imagery that's being used by this Kabbalist group that runs the entire planet through the ancient Canaanite religions. And, and, and you know, here's the other thing. Look at the thing with friends, friends. You know, Genesis, Jennifer Aniston has gone on record of being a witch. I'm not joking. They're, they're, these people are sick. You can Google it yourself. I posted a bunch of this stuff up. On, on the website, so you can see it. This thing is absolutely just, just, just systemic through Hollywood and through the and through, through, through the government. You know, and there's another article. It was on Drudge Day. Inside the high tech sex parties and S and M dungeons of Silicon Valley. I'm not going to even report on that one because it's too sick. But the reality is, is that this stuff is going on all the time. And why is that happening in such prevalence right now in the United States? Why is this satanic group so powerful? Here's why. They have destroyed Christianity as it was originally dis discovered by Jesus to be, because they've done it with their Schofield Reference Bible in Darby's teachings. This is the group that has done this. They have turned it into a name it, claim it, blab it, grab it group of people who have no power or authority in Jesus. And when you take Jesus out of the churches and you take Jesus out of the world, you left, you're left with a spiritual vacuum. And that spiritual vacuum is attracting huge amounts of people to follow Satan and Lucifer and to practice witchcraft. This is the same group of people that back in the ancient Canaanite days were basically sacrificing their children to Moloch. And this is the same reason that God had enough of all of it and scattered the Jewish people in ancient Israel. We need to understand this is the stuff that was going around and it's still going on right now. 120 million children a year are sacrificed to Moloch via abortion. Well, you don't know they're all being done like that. I guarantee you a big percentage of these people are basically following the ancient Canaanite religions and doing this. And we need to understand that the Bible is very, very, very clear about what to do and what not to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> here's, a few, here's a few verses. This, this is so important. you got to understand this because I always try to bring these verses up. 
Second Chronicles 28.3. Moreover, he burned incense in the valley of Benjamin and burns his sons in the fire according to the abominations of the nations. That's the ancient Canaanite nations with whom the Lord had driven out before the sons of Israel. Second Kings 17.17. 17. And they made their sons and their daughters pass through the fire of Moloch, which they're talking about, and practiced divinations and enchantments and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him. I mean, Second Kings 21.6. He made his son pass through the fire, practiced witchcraft and used divination and dealt with mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. Second Chronicles 33, 6. He made his sons pass through the fire in the valley of Benjamin, and he practiced witchcraft and used divination. Second Kings 23.10, he also defiled Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Heman, that no man might make his daughter or son pass through the fire from Moloch. It goes on and on and on. I could read you dozens and dozens of scriptures. This is what they did and still do. And you got Nancy Pelosi sitting up there behind Biden, rubbing her knuckles again like some kind of satanic witch, casting some kind of spell, which is probably what she was doing. And you got Hillary Clinton talking to Eleanor Roosevelt being possessed by these demons and spirits. This is what runs the planet. And once you understand that, and that there has been a veil placed upon the hearts and the minds of the people so they cannot see or believe the truth, you understand who they are. And they want to do everything they can to bring us into a new world order under a one world government, under a once world Luciferian dictate, probably under Moloch or Baal or whatever they want to call this thing, by using a third temple to bring out an antichrist. I talked about it yesterday. This is what runs the planet. You think, and Angelina Jolie, they, they have, she had a whole video on her, if it's still on YouTube, about her going through these rituals that they do. And it just, just ha it happens all of the time, guys. This is why Stanley Kubrick came out with that movie Eyes Wide Shut. He wanted to let everybody know, because he was an insider and trying to tell people the truth about what they do behind closed doors at these mask occult orgies that they go to. This is the group that is involved with BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, Bloodline. This is the group that runs the planet. And that's why we've got to keep our hearts and our minds in Jesus all the days of our life. Even Solomon fell into this stuff with his wives and started sacrificing his children and the children of Israel on these altars of Moloch and Baal. Even Solomon did that. So and then he wrote all kinds of horrible books on the Book of the Dead and, the, and curses and all kinds of crazy stuff. We need to understand that all of these things are still here today. And that's why we've got to keep our hearts and minds in Christ. That's why I pray for you guys every single day. You say, well, gosh, Ted, this show sounds awful weird today. I can't even let my friends listen to this. Got it. I understand it. That's why I read you the scripture so you know that I'm not making it up. And you go find the stuff on Brittany and what she said about the eight gallons of blood. What the heck does that even mean? You can't take eight gallons of blood in a transfusion in a week. It'll kill you. It's too much blood. So what in the world were they doing to her? What has happened to her? Oh, that's why she was a... Disney child, wasn't she? Kind of like Katy Perry and my Smiley Cyrus. Yeah, their their lives are the paper stamp of normalcy, aren't they? Yeah, that's just that's just normal. All three of those people are normal. What a this group controls the planet. And they're not comfortable with Jesus Christ having reset the fractal timeline two thousand years ago. They want their old world order back. And they're doing everything. Don't take sides with Putin. Don't take sides with Ukraine. Take sides with Jesus and say, this stuff is not going to twist me back and forth. I'm not going to allow myself to be basically, how should I say this, propagandized into believing everything they want me to believe. Now, I will give the administration credit. You can't give Biden credit. But now Poland wanted to give a bunch of MiG-29s to the United States to send to the Ukraine. 
because they don't want to have a basically Russia declare war on Poland. And I will give the administration credit. They said the plans of giving us the MiG-29s is unworkable. <laughs> That's a good response. It is unworkable because that would have probably precipitated World War III because then Poland would have gotten attacked or the United States would have gotten attacked. Guys, just pray for cooler minds to, to basically be controlling that mess over there. And it's like Austin said at the beginning of his segment, it's the mercenaries. They've kept – Tens of thousands of mercenaries in Afghanistan, I guarantee it. 40000 a month tax-free, that's equivalent to $80,000 a year a month. That's equivalent of a million dollars a year in pre-tax income if you were paying tax on it. So they're paying these guys to go over there and fight at a million bucks a year, and this is what they're doing, and including the guys in Afghanistan because they're running and pushing so much heroin out of there. Everything's going to a mercenary force to prevent the United States, quote unquote, from being entwined in it. This is exactly what Abraham Lincoln, the other Satanist and his weirdo wife, the Satanist, who were in the White House. This is exactly what they were involved with, mercenary soldiers and fighting the Civil War and Lincoln's wife running around having seances in the White House. This stuff's been around for thousands of years, guys. It's not going anywhere. That's why I tell you repeatedly, the world is being run by the ancient Canaanite religions and has been. And the only thing that ever put a stop to any of it was Jesus. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? No, you're exactly right. And, and this is exactly what we've done now. And this started to occur after the Iraq war when we started seeing Blackwater come in. And then they got into the huge issue in Baghdad when they shot all those civilians and got in a giant gunfight. And then basically they had to shut down Blackwater. And then they just came up with a new name, Academia. And there's multiple other ones out there. That was just the main one that basically got so much publicity. And th that's what's been going on now for years and years and years. And you can watch it in detail. And the film 13 Hours, which is the true story of what happened in Benghazi, what actually happened in Benghazi, where they made all the fighter jets stand down, all the support stand down. They wanted to make the CIA annex and basically the ambassador pretty much all dead because they didn't want anybody to find out what was going on with the CIA running guns and weapons and human trafficking through Benghazi. Very interesting film, but what they go into detail in a couple parts of it about the contractors that are working for the CIA, and they always they keep making comments about, well, yeah, I'm back over here again. You know, I've got my two daughters at home, but you know, I just I gotta have, I gotta make a chunk of cash right now, you know, because it's a little tight at home. Another, they they all have like jobs at home, and then all of a sudden they get these contracts that pop up, and it's like, well, dude, you know, if I can make a thousand plus dollars a day and go be gone for two, three, four, five, six months, you know, and come back with a stack of cash. You know, okay, like that's, you know, you start making, making decent money and they can live off of it for a while and keep things together. And, you know, they leave their families at home and that's what these guys do. They're professional gunfighters. They're warriors. And that now it makes sense to me why I've seen so many posts and so many articles about these guys that are pretty much I've, I've looked to and I've, I've trained with a few of them and they've been just fighters. And now all of a sudden they're this pro-Ukraine, I'm going to support Ukraine, I'm going to take care of Ukraine. It's like Dad said, I'm not pro-Russian, I'm not pro-Ukraine. I'm pro-humanity and I'm pro-freedom. And I'm pro not being lied to. <laughs> That's what I'm pro. And this, this whole theater story that we're being shown is a complete and total lie from the very start. And I did see the article, Dad, you talked about with Britney Spears. And, you know, I grew up in the age of where she was probably one of the biggest pop singers of all time during her current heyday, you know, when she, when she was in it when I was growing up. And I remember, you know, pretty much all the young girls 
that I knew grew, you know, all the girls that I was friends with when I was a kid, they all looked up to her. They had posters on her wall, and, you know, she came out as this, you know, really innocent, sweet pop singer, and then they slowly morphed her into this dark, dark girl when you start seeing some of her later music videos down the line before she had the full mental breakdown, and then you start seeing stuff like this that pops up, and what's interesting about it, and this has been one of the parts nobody's really figured out if this is really what she meant or she's trying to give a more cryptic message, people screenshot the post that she put up. And the story she put verbally, Dad just brought to you on it, in the last three things she posted, there were photos. One of them was a cathedral, like a Catholic cathedral. The second one was the Israeli flag. And the last one was basically Australia. Now, it's pretty easy if you take the first letters of that as cathedral to see, Israel flag is an I, Australia is an A. It's a stand for us. What's CIA? Or she's saying that these groups are intertwined in basically what she was involved in. I don't know. That's maybe what she was saying. But I don't believe for one second those were just random photos she decided to put up with that very, very disturbing post she put out. And that's what we told you guys before. The vast majority of these people that are involved in Hollywood especially the young ones that they put in front of the young children. They did the same thing to Miley Cyrus. I can pretty much almost guarantee you Miley Cyrus was drugged through a lot of the same weird, strange, nasty stuff because she turned out to be a complete and total weirdo too. And, of course, what they do with her? They brought her out as Hannah Montana on Disney as this sweet little innocent blonde girl in school basically that all the young children looked up to. Then they slowly transformed her into Miley Cyrus and basically made her out to be a complete and total whore for the national public to watch. And again, what did it do? It changed and morphed the minds of the younger generation of girls that watched her grow up, looked at her as an idol, and then continued to watch her turn into what she became, and it normalized it. It made the children think, oh, yeah, this is this is totally cool. This is what I'm supposed to be. This is Hannah Montana. She's successful. She's cool. Everybody loves her. I'm going to basically imitate her behavior. This is why it's so important that you watch what your kids are getting involved in, what they're seeing, especially at a young age. Once they start getting older and they start becoming late teenagers, there's only so much you can do. It's a fact. I mean, you're, everybody goes through a phase, a rebellious phase, or just a whatever phase, and they have to figure out who they are and what they want to be and how they're going to figure out their life. But at this young age, especially in the prepubescent age, in the single-digit age phase, it is so important what they're exposed to. And this is why they have been so adamant down here in Florida about absolutely eviscerating this bill Quite frankly, I don't even think it goes far enough at all down here in Florida on protecting the kids, but at least it's a mild start. The Florida legislator basically has put down a bill that, of course, all the hardcore leftist Marxists have called it a hate bill, a hateful legislation bill against LGBTQRSTUV. Another bill said don't say the word gay, all this stuff. And, of course, they've eviscerated it and. DeSantis came out the other day and he said, I don't understand one bit on why this is even being questioned. He goes, this has nothing to do with homosexuality or transgenderism. He goes, this is simply a bill that blatantly says the school district may not encourage, discuss, or teach about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age-appropriate as the age increase or developmentally appropriate for students. 
And then they come in to say they're later on primary grade levels. The main ones they're referring to is K through three. And he goes, nobody's talking about specific aspects of this. It's just towards transgender. And he goes, first and second and third graders don't need to be learning about any type of sexual orientation and gender identity and all this other weird stuff. He goes, they need to be learning school. They need to be learning history. They need to be learning math. They need to be learning all these other things, trying to present these kids in first grade and kindergarten about all this perverted sexual ideology is not anything that's okay. And this is the bill they're trying to push through, and it's crazy because it has gotten absolutely blasted on social media. People I've I've seen comment about it don't even know what it says. They just called it anti-gay bill. Don't say gay bill. And I'm like, there's nothing even in the bill discussing that. It's across the board that K through three doesn't need to be learning about stuff that essentially they don't need to be learning about. This is, again, why they want this stuff to not be on the books. They want to continue to promote their unbelievably perverted cross-dressing identity disorder ideas and force them onto young kids. The reason why, as I've said it many a times, the young children at that age are so pliable. Their minds are so moldable, and they can be taught good. They can be taught love. They can be taught ethics and morals and Jesus, or they can be taught complete and total debauchery and perversion. And whichever one goes, most of those baseline ideas and teachings will stay with them the rest of their life if they are taught it for years on in at that age. That is basic psychology when you look at marriage and family and children. That's it. Once you teach them this and you keep inputting it into their heads at this young age right now, that five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-old phase, once they start getting older, that's all they know. That's why you think about it. Most people don't remember a whole lot before they were four or five years old. I mean, you have snippets of memories and you remember incidents and stuff like that, but you don't recall huge, you know, things during the entire year and basically all kinds of things. You just don't remember it because you're at a very, very young age. You start remembering stuff primarily when you start getting about four or five years old. You start really recalling things. That's why they do it at that age. They want to get it as early as possible. Now we're starting to see footage from basically a private school teachers nationwide that are implementing race-essential curriculum trained by a profound and completely and totally blatant Black Panther. I am am a strong Black Panther. Okay, good for you. The teaching trains lectures with titles like Cultivating Anti-Racist and Activists in Kindergarten, Decolonizing the Minds of Second Graders, the lead nation's leading accreditation association for private schools is instructing educators to adopt a race essential and cultural Marxist curriculum for children starting at five years old. Guys, this isn't a joke to them. They are really going for the kids as hard as they can. They are going for them as long as they can, and they're not going to stop. They went on to say here, in the NAIS teaching training title, Kindergartens are natural social justice warriors. Small activists and big impacts begin. And I think if we build upon the mindset that a kindergartner that is fantastic, you can get them to do fabulous things in the social justice realm. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. They're Marxist guys. These guys are trained communists, and they have found very easily if they can get into the school system, they can implement their entire curriculum, their entire platform, their entire ideology into these kids. 
I don't think any of us have any idea what's about to happen in the next 10 to 20 years here if this continues to go forward and people don't stand up or start pulling their kids out or start going to school board meetings and raising fits about stuff. I don't have an idea. And then you're going to add it on top of that. The vast majority of these younger generations are going to grow up on iPads from birth till death. Most kids now, I mean, by the time I've, I've personally seen it, two, three years old, they already got their face stuffed in an iPad everywhere they go. Whether they're at school, whether they're basically at dinner, whether they're at home, whether they're in the car, they got an iPad up their face the whole entire time. Whole time. I've, I've personally watched children I know have complete and total fit meltdowns if their iPad dies. I mean complete meltdown. I'm, I'm talking on the floor, kicking, screaming, flailing, hitting, biting, yelling as much as possible because their iPad died. That's where we're going with this. And you're going to take these young kids. Not only are you going to give them this dopamine trigger their entire upbringing and developmental psychologically, you're also going to be teaching them how to be good little Marxist social justice warriors. Does anybody else think this is going to end up okay for the American society? It's not. It's not going to work at all. And this is the stuff that they don't want people to cover. They don't want people to talk about the Pfizer documentation on what actually happened in these clinical trials with this RNA injection. I saw an article yesterday. I'm trying to dig more into it. More and Steve, me and Steve were looking at it, and it was discussing how there's a certain level of deaths that are accounted for in a clinical trial, and that the placebo group compared to the control group that was actually getting the shot, the control group had 123 more deaths than the placebo group and the Pfizer RNA injection. And there was a scientist that was looking at it that was discussing I'm trying to get the article again. We were looking at it yesterday. There was a ton of stuff going on yesterday. And he goes, there is no drug, there is no injection, there is no vaccine that would ever, ever have even gone forward in further trials once this evidence rolled forward. Nobody in their right mind would have ever continued clinical trials when you have 123 excess deaths of the placebo group. And remember – the clinical trials, guys, were only for three months on the Pfizer injection. Do you remember the two individuals that were on the Pfizer advisory board right before this injection basically was about to get rolled out and approved for emergency use and all this data came out that they saw? The two top advisory board members stepped down and retired for no specific given reason. Does anybody remember that when I talked about it? They specifically said – we're basically stepping down and we're retiring. They would not give a comment on it because I'm sure they had non-disclosures, and they completely and totally disappeared. And Steve and I talked about it yesterday. I said, now I remember why a year ago when that happened, now I know why it happened. I said, I can almost guarantee you these two board members looked at this data, and they said, you guys are nuts. There is no reason under any circumstances this stuff needs to go out to the public. This is unbelievably dangerous. Shut it down. And, of course, they didn't. They rolled it out and gave it emergency use authorization. Then they turned around and twisted it, called the new one community that's not even available in the United States, approved that one for actual usage so they could mandate it when it was actually a completely different shot that was still being given out as the biotech one from Pfizer that's still being currently given today. community still does not exist in the United States, and that's the one that's actually approved. The other one's emergency use authorization that's still being rolled out. This is is what's happening really in the United States right now. Why everybody says, oh, we need to be concerned about and Ukraine. They, you know, they, we need to make sure we do everything we can to make sure life is as difficult as possible in the United States so we can show Russia we mean business. I saw the other day, Netflix, Netflix cut off Russia. I'm like, oh, oh boy, 
You'll really hurt some feelings with that. There's some other EA Sports video game. They have now blocked people online from being able to use Russian teams in their soccer and football video games. This has become so much, again, reminiscence of COVID social justice warrior BS where people want to come forward and wear their T-shirts and wear their mask and show everybody what good supporters they are. It is nauseating to me that this many people are brainwashed currently in the United States. But again, it doesn't surprise me considering how aggressive the propaganda has been and why so many people believe the lie because nobody wants to get the truth out there and people are afraid to get it. That's why – we do the best we can to get the information out there. We try to get the truth out there as unbiased as possible. I'll tell you my opinion or my options on it, but I still encourage people, do your own research as much as you can. What do you think, Dad? Uh, good points. In fact, it's been confirmed now that a billion dollars of taxpayers' money, which really isn't taxpayers' money, is borrowed money that being charged to the taxpayers, is secretly, has been secretly given to large media companies to push the vaccines and prevent vaccine hesitancy. I mean, this is what's happening Right now, as we speak, and even with all of the money they spent to do this, they still couldn't stop the truth from coming out because of all media, because of shows like this. And, you know, I want to thank you guys. If it wasn't for you guys supporting Health Masters and getting your supplements from us and your deodorant and all the other things that you get from us, I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, we wouldn't be here talking to you like this because we don't have any sponsors. We don't we have them all the time wanting to be sponsors. We always tell them no. Because we're not going to be beholden to anybody as far as what they want us to say and not to say. I'm not going to do that. So thank you again for supporting us. I mean, it means the world to me. It really does. Now, yesterday, I spoke to a good friend of mine who's a physician, and he had, a, he had I think, two, I think he had two or three shots. And uh, now all of a sudden, he has spontaneous cancers erupt on his nose, and he had to have his a whole bunch of stuff cut off his nose from from basically skin cancers. And I'm like, wow. And I'm reading this and seeing this all over now that the immune system is so compromised from this that people who have been cured from cancer suddenly start coming down with cancer again, having all kinds of health problems. So guys, listen to me. Stay the course. Stay with Jesus. I mean, he's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter. And there's one thing I'm always going to do on this show, whether people like it, don't like it, love it, or don't love it. I'm going to talk about Christ all the time. And I'm not going to allow myself to fall into this trap of this new world order and this doom and gloom nonsense. I refuse to do it. I love you guys. It was my privilege again to pray for you today. God bless you guys, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And this is why we do the best we can here to continue to get the highest quality supplements to keep people healthy and sharp and mentally acute. It's very difficult to make a difference. It's very difficult to get the truth out there. It's very difficult to try to make change if you don't even have any energy and you can't even think clearly and your mental clarity is a fog all the time and you can have a hard time getting out of bed. It's difficult. That's why I encourage people, exercise some to what you're able to be comfortable with. If you're able to go push further and harder and do it, by all means, I encourage that. You know, But if you have injuries or something you have to work around, by all means, work around them. But don't get used to being in a sedentary form all of the time. You have to do something. Human beings were not designed to sit on a couch or sit in a chair all day long and then go home and lay in bed and watch TV all night and black out and wake up in the morning and repeat. Human beings were not designed to do that. We're very, very active creatures. We're designed to be active. We're designed to move. We're designed to be hunter-gatherers, so to speak. So again, it's so important. You eat the right foods. You get the right nutrients in your body. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, what if I, you know, I'm on a budget. What's the easiest thing I can get a hold of? I said, flat out at the end of the day, tell everybody this because this is my staple, ultimate multiple capsules. I said, that's the one thing right there because it's got just about everything in it. Now, it doesn't have super high doses of everything in it like D3 and iodine, but it does have that in there. 
And I said, you can continue to take that every single day, and it will make a huge difference. I always get responses. Now, if you want something even stronger, because we're not restricted by the capitalization of the size, the ultimate multiple powder is the next best thing if you're wanting to go with one staple product. So, I mean, you don't have to go with everything. Now, we make a lot of very exotic products, and some of them are very, very effective and work great if you can go into those. But, again, if you're trying to keep it simple, I completely understand that as well. Everybody's on a budget right now, and everybody, I mean, everybody's trying to keep everything tight. I get it. But it's also important you don't lose sight of keeping your body, your mind, and your soul strong. And if that means getting out and just walking every night, even if you know you can't really do a lot of hard exercise, get out and walking. I'm not a big fan of running because it's very hard on the knees and ankles. It's not as bad if you're doing it, say, like off-road, like if you're doing it in like grass or dirt or beach or something. It's a little bit easier on the joints, but running on just straight concrete, that's, that's rough as you get older. But again, have to stay active and you have to stay prepped and take care of your body the best you possibly can and try to stay away from the extremely preservative-ridden foods with the high fructose corn syrup. Read the labels. There's tons of stuff on our website of different different topics, different ingredients to look for. Do your own research, my friends. Thank you for supporting healthmasters.com. Hope everyone has an awesome day, an awesome night. Continue to get the truth out there. The product of the week, y'all voted and it won the Super Food Complete. That'll be on sale here in the next couple hours. That is our big giant protein shake powder, vanilla and chocolate that has our ultimate multiple in it as well. It's the organic pea and rice protein with the ultimate multiple. Really, really great product if you're looking at a standalone protein powder with a multi in it that can be a a staple for you. So thank you again for the support, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.